Spog Advisory <laughs> for Spokane Valley. <laughs> It'll be in effect for another three hours. <laughs> Thank you. That was much needed. It was, yeah. <laughs> Not just fog. Is that what you did in Minnesota when you announced dense fog? I don't recall ever doing that. <laughs> oh, did you not get a lot of fog in Minnesota? Uh, you know, we we had some fog. We had some fog. Okay, you just didn't announce it that way. No, that was, I mean, that was something. I think they have smart fog. We have dense fog. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. That seems about right. <laughs> well, Jay, one of the things that happened while we were out of town that got me kind of excited. Okay. Was the fact that they announced that the Great Outdoors Comedy Festival is coming to Spokane. I missed that. The festival will be in Spokane on August 23rd through the 25th. Okay. That's three days. Three days. The lineup has not been announced yet for the 2024 show, but it's going to be right across the street. In the football stadium? At the one stadium. Wow. One Spokane. That's where it will be. This is the, I, I don't know if it will be the first show, but it's the first one that's been announced that I know of. Sure, yeah. And you're thinking, okay, cool, a comedy festival. Is that cool? Yeah, this is like one of the biggest comedy festivals around. Uh, acts that have been on it in the previous years. You I know Kevin of, Hart's been on it. Jerry that's Seinfeld, you ever heard of him? I vaguely, vaguely familiar. Kevin Hart, Amy Schumer, Bill Burr, Theo Vaughn. Oh, yeah. That would... I mean, some of the biggest names in comedy. Have when do been we, on when this. will we know? Do we know when we'll know? It'll come early in 2024, the announcement for, okay. the, for the actual lineup that we will get here. Wow. That's kind of cool. That's a different thing. We've never had anything quite like that have we outdoor comedy festival like yeah mm, i mean other than when we're doing the food drive fair very fair (laughs) where's that gong (laughs) gonna get to the election stuff but now i just got sidetracked oh darn the best dressed and boldest stars at the 2023 CMA Awards. Oh, they've been announced. People, Let's they have announced go. it. Let's see what we've got. When Who you say from people, what? you said from people. People you, magazine. Okay, I was going to say, do yeah. you mean a magazine or just like you stopped on the way in at a you know a nom nom or whatever and said, hey, I'm going to go down the list. How far do we want to go here? Ooh, let's go. You know what? Did you make the cut? I'm going to go to <laughs> top top ten. Top, top 10. ten best dressed for male and female. Uh, Jay, it's all females. I mean, I feel like that's normal. Do they have any men on here? No. Well, yeah, I mean. No, there's no men on it. I probably would go Morgan's t-shirt. Uh, For men, it might have been like, uh, well, he, okay. he exclude the hosts. I did not see this, but the lady who sang at the end of the show, Kay Michelle. Yes. Um, She came in at number 11. She has a very beautiful dress on, mm-hmm. but she is wearing... Oh, no, never mind. That's just she's standing on top. I thought she had a flipper on. A flipper? Yeah, like flippers that you swim with. Well, that would be odd. But she's just standing on a weird spot on the floor where it makes it look like she's wearing flippers. You thought she was going to come out on the CMAs and sing the finale with Jelly Roll and have well, flippers no. on. I mean, she had a different outfit on for that. Oh, but, this you is... Know, Jay, I don't, you know, like pop stars and stuff? They would wear stuff. They would wear flippers. <laughs> Lady Gaga would wear flippers. Zach Brown was barefoot. Yeah. See, there you have it. It was. Coming in at number 10, best dressed for the CMA Awards last night, Colby Calais. I did. Did I see her? I don't think I saw her. 
I'll take your word for her it. Her take on country glamour includes a structured mermaid gown mm. accented with pearls. It is beautiful. She looks great. Uh, number nine, Megan Maroney. That was an interesting dress. Her crimson gown and bright red lipstick may match the CMA Awards carpet, but the rising country star definitely stands out as the best dressed of the night. Well, not the best. Number nine. Yeah, I should number say nine. Why I mean, that one? doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? Uh, Mickey Guyton at number eight. A burst of sunshine and a bedazzled bright yellow mini dress with her tummy showing. I noticed that a lot of these people changed clothes when we saw them. Like they would wear something on the red carpet and then maybe we didn't oh, see for it. For sure, yes. You know, you know how that goes. Yeah, yeah, like their outfit to be there and then their outfit to perform. Nice. For sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, singer, oh, there is a guy on here. Hardy and his wife, Kaylee Ryan, hmm. came in hot with coordinating looks. He in his all-black suited outfit, and she in a sultry red beaded gown with a darling slit. Well, they're coordinated. He was wearing black, I'm and she was sorry. wearing sorry. Three, two, one. With a daring slit. Oh, I mean that's. I think everybody who wore a dress had that. That seems a to be daring they, slit. Seems like what they have. Yeah, instead of a darling. Yeah. yeah. Number six, Jay. We're almost there to the top five. No, not fast enough. Paula Abdul. Got to get to the election. Proves results. her red carpet icon status in a plunging sequin gown, clinched at the waist with a gold belt and metallic stilettos. Mm, country superstar Paula Abdul. <laughs> Yeah, did Paula present or something last night? Paula day? presents. Yes, it's oh, a new okay. show. I don't know if you've seen it. I, I did not. Jay, I did not get to watch enough oh, of it. Oh man! But she was on there, huh? Well, she was. World-renowned country music superstar Paula Abdul <laughs> presented the award for album of the year. Maybe she thought she was at the VMAs. I don't know. I'm pretty sure the closest Paula Abdul ever got to country music was being replaced by Keith Urban on American Idol. I, Number five, Cynthia Erivo. <laughs> Number four. Oh, producer Steve, Stevie Steve, it's your girl. Kelsey Ballerini came yeah. in at number four. Nice job, Kelsey. Old Hollywood glam in this ballerina pink draped gown. Let's go. Don't want to get pasta sauce on that. No, that would be messy. Uh, it also had a thigh high split. Coming up, will she also make the best performances? We'll take that. Uh, we'll let you know it at seven. Number three, Carly Pierce. Hey. Boy, that is shiny. She got a uh, shiny, uh, well, why don't I just say a silver sequin skirt and a black velvet top. I hate that they do this based on the red carpet. No one saw that outfit that she was wearing. I didn't see that. I they saw did. the show. She wasn't wearing that. She wasn't? No. What do you mean? Like, oh, she oh, changed she clothes. Performed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do only see these at the red carpet. Yeah. Or if they show them in the audience, then they'll be wearing that Sometimes, yeah, 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 yeah. Nicole Kidman, number two, brought her abs to the CMA Awards oh, red yeah, carpet. yeah, she had that. In a daring black cutout gown. That was daring. with a statement necklace and oh. a sleek purse. Would have been more daring had Keith Urban worn it, but it's fine. Did you, I love the pictures of her and Keith because that dude, every single time, if you see a picture of them together and his arm around her. Yep. He firmly has his hand planted on her buttocks every. Oh, I didn't time. notice that. I just noticed every he can't picture. He can't stop singing. Keith Urban sings every song that every person sings and knows every lyric. Of if every you song. look up 
Keith, Keith and her on the red well, carpet. Part of that's because she's like she's six so or tall. eight inches taller she's than so he is. so much taller yeah. than he is. He can't reach her and waist. And then he's just like, you know what? I'm going to own it. There it is. And the number one best dressed person at the CMAs last night goes to, and I agree with it, she was fire. Fire. Laney Wilson. Hey! Oh, was it in the, she the put a fancy jumpsuit twist thing on or whatever that was? Bell Bottoms wearing a black strapless jumpsuit there with it is. mega flare legs. Yeah. Featuring black satin ruffles. And to celebrate the big night, the country singer topped off her look with a Western inspired with Western inspired jewelry and a statement cowboy hat. <laughs> she did look amazing. Yeah. How yeah. tall is she? She's uh, gotta be like I'm gonna say five five. five. Really? She looks so tall. She has long legs. How tall are you, yeah. Steve? Not as tall as her, maybe. Five, <laughs> she's 5'6". Five, 5'6". Six. Five, six. I mean, boo. Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Yesterday, they were like, oh my God, look at your outfit. That is so adorable. Oh, they were back and forth. And you and I are over here going, oh my God, Jay, your outfit. Kevin James. Yeah, that was probably uncalled for. We were having fun. Yeah, we were having, <laughs> we were having fun, guys. That's I the thought you idea. actually liked my outfit. Yeah, I already told you today your outfit is great. On the big 99.9 Coyote Country. It's a listener letter. You wrote it down. We picked it up and we're reading it now. Gonna find out if we can help at all. And we're gonna see if you can help with your calls. It's gonna be fun and it's gonna be great. So let's get to it. No need to wait. It's a listener letter, don't you know? And we're reading it here on the Jane Kevin Show. Good morning, guys. My wife is obsessed with family pictures. We have three little girls, and I agree, they certainly do change a lot each year. They're now eight, six, and three, but she is insisting that we do two family photo sessions each year, like the full-blown hire a photographer and go spend an hour doing photos. Is this the normal amount of family photos? I feel like once a year is fine. It's not like we don't take tons of other photos as well. How often do you do family pictures? That is from Trevor. All right, 509-441-0999. Uh, boy, family pictures are always expensive, I would imagine, first of all, if you're, you know, getting the photographer. I don't know how much that costs anymore. Do you have any idea? I don't have a clue. One billion dollars. One billion. Yeah, that seems like that's Yeah, it uh, is. uh, (laughs) It seems kind of I got ripped off, man. (laughs) There'd be a lot of pictures for that. I'm going to throw out a number, and it could be totally wrong. Somebody please correct me on the text. Okay. I think I've seen, like, a lot of, I follow a lot of wedding photographers, Mm-hmm. And you're talking about on social media, I hope. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I there's only a couple that I follow in real life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think they'll every once in a while do like, hey, we're having mini sessions for family mini sessions okay. or whatever. Yeah. I think those are just quicker where they don't take as long. I want to say like 200 bucks. I thought I saw people advertising that. Okay. And that's like for what an hour of time or something? Or I, I'm assuming a mini session is probably shorter, like less than an hour. I feel like an hour is probably I don't know. I mean, I've had them taken. We probably do it not as often, maybe because the kids are older now. But like my wife would always try to do at least like once a year or so. Yeah, um, which I think is feels like a good amount of time. It does. But by the same token, if my wife wanted to do them twice a year, I'm sure we would all begrudgingly you, put on a button-up shirt exactly. and just take them. Yeah. Because- Go wear the outfit she said to wear. Right. And, and I do mean, the pictures. 
you know, that's it's always this. In the moment, you may not enjoy it, but you're never going to look back and regret it. Yeah, you're never going to look back and go, gosh darn it, we took too many family pictures. Boy, we sure took a lot of pictures. That's too many. Uh, Serena says this, my dad unexpectedly passed away last September. And, or sorry, September, just a couple months ago. She said, uh, looking through pictures for his memorial, I had very few pictures of him, and I was devastated. Yep. I can't even explain how sad it made me. It was one of the things. You can have lots of family pictures sometimes, but like if you don't force Dad to get in the pictures, I could see how this exact thing would happen. Well, right? and that's like why. You have pictures of the kids. Yeah. You don't yeah. maybe have pictures of Mom, whatever, but it's like... Yep, there it is. The one person gets left out, and that's not good. It's easy to happen unless you have it, you know, set up. And the photographer then is in charge of making sure everybody gets in the picture. Yes, uh, it, minis, uh, fifteen to twenty minutes, one hundred and twenty-five to two hundred and fifty. That's off the text. Okay, line. I was gonna say 20, that doesn't seem bad. No, yeah, that sounds well, reasonable. Yeah, and what a great way to do it too. If you're only there for twenty minutes, it does seem like a less of. You know, I, I get maybe an hour doing the photos can be a lot, but never noticed. Uh, what? You never, never, never noticed that. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But I mean, as long as you have the outfit on, we've done a thing where my sister is good at making my family do this. Otherwise, we wouldn't have any. Yeah, but, but somebody has have, to take charge, Cap. Yeah, like we have. I have a pretty nice camera. It's old now, but it still takes really good pictures, and. So we'll just set it up and do pictures that way, either at my uh, – one year, like, we went down to Marabou Park, and we took pictures there. And then another year, we just did them at my brother's place. And it's nice to get together and do them, but we're not paying anybody, and it's not – yeah. You know, it's not a huge hassle. Also, I wish we would have done this more often, not to take the pictures part, but just at the picture – you know, while you're taking pictures, do one that's just completely goofy or one or multiples oh, yeah. that are goofy. Do the fun one because, you know, everybody does the one. We, we, of course, did it too, you know. All right, stand there and put your leg there. Your hand goes here yeah. and, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, have and a those are great. One. I think that's what's fun about having a professional photographer yeah. is you're going to get more of those suggestions to do something yeah, now different. Yeah, everybody make a funny face. I mean, and those are fun. So, yeah, try to do those too. Mix them in. You're, you know, you've got an extra 60 seconds to do a goofy picture. Well, yeah, and I'm terrible, too. Like, Jay, if I, if it wasn't for my sister doing this, I, I, every year, like, it's National Sons Day, and I go and I look for pictures of my sons, yeah. and I'm like, oh, I don't have a ton of pictures of me with my sons, necessarily. Right. Or if I do, it's me with one. You know, they're not together. And so it's just like, doggone it. Yeah, take more pictures. do better. Of I mean, everybody. Just take more. Who, who cares? Except take, for this take lady. She doesn't need to do anything. Yeah, she seems fine. And I'm betting a Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Ashley Cook, how are you? I'm good, how are you doing? What a great and incredibly awkward entrance we just had. It's with amazing you. though. We hand hugged. Basically, you just like put your hand like a high five and right. just like clasp the thumbs. I obviously didn't do it right. <laughs> Kevin James. He grabbed my hand and was like, "Hello, we're gonna stay here for a minute." And it was it was that handshake that I never did. ends. Okay. Yeah. I loved it though. I loved yeah. it. On the big ninety nine nine Coyote Country. All right. Well, yeah. Last night, the which was it? The fifty seventh annual CMA Award yep. Show. That's and it. how much of it did you end up getting to see? First of all, very little. You were on a plane till like nine thirty. Tried to watch it. What today? Yeah, or? more like ten something. And ooh, then ooh, yeah, ooh. by the time I got home, it was pushing eleven. And yeah, I did see the very end. I saw. 
What did I see? Lainey Wilson winning Entertainer of the Year. Okay. I saw something right before that. Male vocalist, mm-hmm. Chris Stapleton. Yep. And I saw Jelly Roll sing at the end. Uh, poor Chris well, he Stapleton. Didn't really sing at the end. He sang a little bit, and then that other lady sang the whole time. Then she sang, and he kind of just like like bailed yeah, out of it. He was like, yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I, what was I just going to say? You oh oh yeah um, Stapleton a... when somebody yelled from the audience he did the thing he goes what and I'm like no don't address them and he laughed he it laughed. was funny yeah they <laughs> said something good because it got it right he kind of did the thing where whatever it was was I mean people yell all the time so you probably you know you probably learn to ignore it but I think that one caught him so off guard he's like what yeah, what <laughs> stop yelling at me right now seriously and it is fair that one will never make me mad we've said it before that anytime. You're saying male vocalist of the year. If that's the name of the award, Chris Stapleton should win it every year. Well, he did a great job when he sang with Carly. You know, he does the thing. He's standing there with his hand in his pocket. It was weird because he wasn't using his guitar because it's not really his song. So he's not playing guitar on it. And he's just kind of, yeah, I'll just stand here and be like the greatest background singer in the history of mankind. He's so good at that. A dude can sing. I mean, obviously he can sing his own songs, but man, when he's singing, you know, a duet, it's yeah, it's incredible. He's pretty, he's pretty amazing. So that song was that great. One I didn't have any trouble with. Yeah, as far as the winner. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed that. You were not. You might as well just get into it. You how mad you, you are about to? about? Well, if, I mean, tell us oh, how you really feel. Song of the year. Yeah, is for the songwriter. Correct. The yes. songwriter. Mm-hmm. There, Nashville is known for some of the greatest songwriters in the world. Yeah, that's true. And I find it to be just an absolute slap in the face, a rub your nose and your pee kind of thing. You know, rub your nose and like you bad little puppy. It It was all those things to the Nashville writers to say, hey, good job on all these songs that you guys have done. But instead, we're picking a song from 35 years ago. Yeah. Fast Car. Uh-huh. Don't get me wrong. Tracy Chapman, awesome. An awesome song, well-written song, the whole deal. But that was to be awarded 35 years ago. Yeah. Not last night at the CMAs. It makes no sense to me. So do you have more of a problem with the fact that it was nominated or that it won? Both. Yeah. Equal. I mean, it didn't make sense that it was nominated for Song of the Year because it does. It just doesn't make any sense to me. And I feel single? so bad. For You're okay the, if it's single of the year. If it's single of the year, I'm fine because single of the year goes to it goes. That would go to Chris. I mean, the that actual would, song the, to Luke. That would Combs go to Luke. Yeah, and the producers of the song yeah. and all that. That's more of a hey. That was the idea of the song. Yeah. Great job remaking it. People loved it. Okay, that wins. But that seems better for the songwriters. I just feel like it was a big slap in their face. Like, also, it wasn't like the song was written 35 years ago and then never performed. You know, that might right. be like if it was like, oh, it was oh, found yeah, behind in the vault. Yeah, it was behind the sheetrock of an old apartment of <laughs> Tracy Chapman, and they broke it out. It's like, whoa, look, we found a cool song. Somebody should sing it. And Luke Combs goes, I'll do it. And then it should be, but it already won a Grammy like in 1989, right? So and deserve to, but it, it is weird. I would like to see that band from Song of the Year, which is for the writer, any remake. Any remake Not should be 100%. banned. And what, now what about if it was like, what if it's the 
remake, sort of remake, the twist on Heads Carolina. You know, she had me at Heads Carolina. What about that one? No, that's fine because that's Cause, different. Because it's still original, yeah. correct? It's an original song, not directly plagiarized. Next with the oldie, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, now, does the fact that she wasn't there to accept the award does that play a role in this thought at all, or this is just you know why she wasn't there to accept it? <laughs> because it didn't make any sense, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know if that's really why she wasn't there or not. I don't no, remember. Tracy here. Chapman's like, why am I nominated? This doesn't make any sense. Right. I won a Grammy years ago for this. Thirty-five of them. Yeah, it. it I didn't it was like a weird that one at to all. Me. I, I, yeah, and, and well, again, that's why yesterday we said we are not picking that song. And I enjoy the song. I enjoy the song "Fast Car." I of really course. do. It's yeah. it's great. Luke does great. That's not what I'm saying at all. I just I don't. It doesn't make any sense to me. I feel bad for. Um, people like well, I mean, Tranny Anderson, <laughs> Dallas Wilson, and Laney Wilson, Jordan for Davis, like truck. Jordan Davis, uh, Graylin James, Chase McGill. Which, and by Josh the way, we Osborne. met Graylin James in he Nashville. He was awesome, great guy. Uh, Tennessee Orange, David Fanning, Paul Jenkins, Megan Maroney, and Ben Williams. I feel bad for you guys, and I feel bad for Renee Blair, Michael Hardy. Hunter Phelps and Jordan Schmidt for waiting the truck. That's who I feel bad for. Yeah, that was weird. I didn't like that. That was the worst part because it just did not make any sense. In the meantime, uh, both producer Steve and Steve Hawk picked that song yesterday. They did. Did they end up beating us in the predictions? Uh, so we took producer Steve, who's not super knowledgeable on country, and our buddy Steve Hawk, who knows nothing about country music. We did the thing where you know how some certain people can pick winners of football games based on. You know, like Warren does. Name of the team, name of the mascot, color of uniform. Just dumb luck. Yeah. So here's how it panned out. After all of the winners were tabulated, Steve Hawk, three correct. Okay. Producer Steve, three correct. Kevin Eugene James, three correct. And I squeaked out four correct, which is bad by all of us this year. We usually have more than that. But that's, that's how you could just throw a dart at the board like they did and not win by one. And again, I sound like I'm a, not a fan of these people when I say this stuff. But like Lainey Wilson, I love Lainey. And yes. I think she is one of the greatest things to happen to our format. But. She's awesome. Female vocalist of the year? Heck yeah. Right. Album of the year? I don't understand. Up for debate. I mean, it's a great album. You would have preferred Morgan's. Did, did you hear Morgan Wallen's album? There mm-hmm. was 36 songs on it. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. Just hit after hit after hit. But, okay, I can live with that. I do not understand the Entertainer of the Year. Because you think it should have been... I mean, like, she played here at the Knitting Factory, which is awesome. Right. And again, I love Lainey Wilson. It doesn't make sense when you're going up against people who are doing stadium tours. Okay. And you're selling 60,000 tickets to a stadium tour. So do you think that's a... a George, I mean... Chris Stapleton was with George Strait on like one of the. It, it's just weird to me. Morgan Wallen, I don't know if you know what he does, but he sells out <laughs> tickets every single second and every. Uh, are you familiar again, with this man? <laughs> I love, I love Lainey Wilson. I just don't understand how she wins Entertainer of the Year. Okay, wow. Well, I, I didn't. That, I never thought about the size of the venue being considered. Well, what is Entertainer of the Year? That's where I get confused. Well, I know it's very. Fluid. I mean, it's one of those things. It's hard to nail down. It's like trying to nail Jello to a wall. It's just very hard to do because sometimes you get somebody who doesn't move on stage as the entertainer of the year, and they're like, "Well, his voice is just that entertaining." And they right. go, "Is it, or is it like 
entertaining in the aspect of you run around and you get hyped up and the crowd goes crazy or? Yeah, I mean, I think that's, I can live with either one of those ones. It's just, I, I don't know. I feel like it has to be just like a crazy tour or whatever. But and A lot that, of people are agreeing with the fact that on their text line that Fast Car should not have been nominated well, for yeah, Song that, of the Year. Everybody who says that is right. Now, if you want to argue with me about the Laney thing, that I, I would be willing to listen to your argument yeah. on that one. Yeah, that's fair. I was just a little surprised that she won it for the Entertainer of the Year. That's how it ends up, Kev. It's like Laney love. You know, it's all, whoever starts sweeping like that, I feel like they just oh, vote oh, for yeah, all get them all. You're gonna get them all exactly. Because yeah. yeah, I think she cleaned up. Yeah, the people who vote then like to say, "Would she get six? I voted for her. You know, that's I think the, how that ends up working. Well, she got Entertainer album. Female, uh, what else? Musical event. Musical event, musical video. Male of the year, new artist of the year. The big huh? Coyote I don't think she got that. Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. We are with Jelly Roll. My mother's 93 years old. She listening to music. She calls me. She says, you tell that Mr. Roll. Mr. Roll. <laughs> that his music is amazing. His voice is fantastic. I love it. Kevin James. My mom's name is Carol. Hey, Miss Carol. Tell her I send my love. I wish I'd have wish. I hope I see you one day. On the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. We've got email. We've got email. On the air at jnkevin.com. That's where you send your emails. It's pretty simple. Uh, fellas, who was your favorite interview? No, your favorite person to interview in Nashville. Sign Nosy Brian. Nosy Brian? I don't think that makes you Nosy no, Brian. Not that's, at all. Yeah, that's fine. That's a, nosy that's a would question. be who did you not like? I don't even know if that would be Nosy. No, I think that's also I, I fair. That's true, yeah. yeah. Um, Behind the scenes, who did you think looked bad? That, would that be nosy, Steve? <laughs> well, that would just be... I don't know if that's nosy as much as it is a little harsh. Yeah. Uh, who's was, your favorite, Kevin? Who do you think your favorite? Uh, probably... You're, now, we're only talking about the interview itself, not the person. Is that where we're going to Is that where we're Ooh, gonna yeah, get to? Yeah, like that, because that could be different. Because we, right have, about we that. have quite a few friends that we'd love to interview, but maybe we didn't have enough time with them or, or whatever the case might have been. Yeah, but, I mean, Jelly Roll just does it for me. There's something about him. You know, he won me over last year in Nashville. Yeah. And it hasn't changed. I, I just love the way he talks with us. I, I find him to be very fascinating. And just something about him. He, he's just got this it factor that's different. Him and uh, the same exact thing I will say about Cody Johnson. He was, yeah, he, well, he for sure does. That other guy who's just got that thing, man, where he, you know, in his interview, he says, all eyes on me is his theory on stage. Mm -hmm. And he just does that anywhere he is, I feel like. I think that's fair, yeah. Brothers Osborne doesn't get a shout-out from you? Yeah, that seems lame, Kevin. Brothers Osborne 100% was who I was going to say is my favorite interview. <laughs> I mean, you made them cut a liner specifically. I did not make them. They they asked to do it uh -huh. because they enjoyed the interview. <laughs> okay. The CMA Vocal Duo of the Year loves my show. I mean... We're Brothers Osborne, and you're listening to The Kevin James Show on Coyote Country. <laughs> We've got email. Beautiful. We've got email. Got email. Got email. We've got email.
think uh, number three, Ashley Cook. Number two, Jelly Roll. Number one, Chris Jansen, I think. Okay, yeah, those are fair. Chris Jansen was really fun, Jay. I he forgot was, about that. He was so fun. It was, he was in a great mood, and it, we he made me probably laugh harder than I think anybody else did. So, I, And then, like, the random ones would be Ashley Cook was super fun, very mm-hmm. sweet. Didn't know anything about her, yep. really. I mean, I knew her. She's in my top the three. One song, yep. but yeah, she was, she was great. And who was the other one that was like that? Was it Hannah Ellis? Hannah Ellis was super funny, made us laugh hard. Yep. Yeah. She was great. And so those are the weird ones. And Kylie you, Morgan also made yeah, us laugh. Yeah, you don't yeah. know a ton about them, but you're just like, you guys are great. You're very fun. Uh, what do you have, Kevin? Uh, oh, emails. Uh, Steve. People want to know about Steve. I have one about producer Steve, too, from Annie. So This is simply asking Steve. Have you gone yes. and done anything Spokane-wise? Like, do you have a restaurant you like yet? You know, I, I was talking with Jim, actually, about this yesterday. Uh, Jim Diamond? Mr. Jim Diamond. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Because uh, he had recommended some places to go and Of course and like he did. I let, see, that's so Diamond. Is yeah. that not Jim Diamond like Kevin? Have, oh, of course. You need to go and, here and here and here. I and love people that. love giving suggestions. Yes. Yeah, no. And, when and you I, have a favorite, you're great. like, oh, you got to go here. Yeah, no, and I, I love it. It's, it's, it's great. Uh, the only issue I had with his suggestions was... You know, he started kind of explaining things and then going north, south, east, west. And Ooh. I was trying to follow along, and I, I think I got it, but I probably, he probably saw my eyes go, oh. <laughs> you are very directionally challenged, you've said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it was very nice of him to make all those suggestions, and I, I am going to try and go to some of those places. Were they all restaurants? Uh, or were some of them just like, oh, you should need to see this part of town? Well, we were talking about mainly restaurants, okay. but also some, some places to go and... Just experience? Yeah, like the, uh, what did he say? I don't even remember now, actually. Bowl and pitcher. Huh? Yep, that's what I thought you'd say. Uh, This is going to be a problem if he told you places and you don't remember them. That's true. True. It's going to make him harder to visit. Maybe we can have him like actually write down a list of places that you need to go. Immediately, if not sooner. I did get a list from, uh, I think I told you guys, I went over to my friend's or my roommate's ex-roommate's sister's. Oh yeah, place yeah. This was day. on Friday night, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And she gave me a list of stuff. So how I have was? Because you didn't really know her. I you actually just, love that. It was your ex-roommate's sister, sister. Mm-hmm. correct? And so she just happens to live here. How was yeah. that? It was good. It was good. Yeah. Fun, and they have a couple kids? Yep, yep. I think, uh, how old were they? Like six and four, something like that? Oh, okay. Wow, so that's a fun age. Yeah, yeah. They probably liked you. No, we had a good time. We played some card games. We played a a version of Uno. I forget exactly what it was called, but it was like slightly different because they didn't have colors. It was just all Mm. the numbers and stuff. So it was like a version of Uno. Uh, Uh, Rob Sacre. I think we told you a little bit about Rob Sacre. Yes, Guns like a bulldog, you know, Los Angeles Laker and uh, America's favorite wannabe cowboy. He's not a wannabe. He's he America's favorite basketball playing he, cowboy. He, he just texted me oh, and said, Kevin. I need more Steve. And I said, what would you like to know? I will ask him right now. And he said, fair question. Hey, Steve, you found a woman out here yet? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just cut right to it. Is he going to find me a very tall woman? That would be perfect oh, for he, you. He could, although Rob's, the woman he has is very short. She, Yeah, she's not that tall. I mean, Rob's seven-ish. Yeah, with seven foot, I guess everybody looks small. But yeah, I'd say she's probably like 
five four five. So, okay. so, so, I'm super excited to meet him in person. By the way, he will intimidate you. you. Oh, it, it'll, oh it'll, I'm it'll, sure it will be a lot. But but I'm, I'm still excited to meet him. <laughs> you should be. You should be. He is one of the greatest guys. He is. But he will be so loud and so <laughs> into you and ask so many questions like, "So did you meet a woman or not, Steve?" <laughs> Oh, 